And it might be food. It could be gluten. It could be too much sugar. It could be too much processed food. But for most people, it's the environment. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's episode of It Takes Grit. In the hot seat today, we have got Bridget Carroll. She is a functional dietitian and business coach. She is a little firecracker. I love her. You guys are going to fall in love with her. She just got engaged as well. So we got so many things to chat about, and I am so excited to welcome you to the show. Bridget, welcome. Thank you. This is awesome. I'm so excited to chat today. I am so excited. We are going to be talking all things about healthy gut, bloating. Why do we bloat? We were actually just checking, chatting before we started recording about why do women seem to bloat way more than men? I don't even know. We're going to dive into that today. And then we're also going to talk about the seasons of your life and a little bit on the business side as well. So we got to meet a couple of weeks ago and just bonded. And I just I love you. You're like a little rocket, pocket rocket. Like I just want to take around and just have so much fun with. So uh, super excited to have you here on the show. And we're going to kick off, first of all, with Bridget's story. We want to know everything of where you started and how you got to where you are today, because you are a very successful, very, very successful dietitian and helping other people create business too. So how did you get there? Yeah. So it all started when I was in high school and I was a cheerleader, a competitive cheerleader, and I got injured and working out and being active was always such a big part of my life. And my mom taught us how to live a healthy life, but nutrition was never really important until I got injured. And then I realized, okay, I have to eat well now too. So that all started in high school, being an injured athlete. And then decided I wanted to be a dietitian. Didn't even know that nutrition could be my career, but as I went into college, was really interested in nutrition. The whole way throughout college though, I felt like crap. I had migraines, I felt bloated all the time. I um, had everything. I was on so many different medications and I was like, why if I eat really healthy, do I still feel like crap? And so what I was searching for in my life were more answers. And even after five years of education, I still didn't have the answers of how to get myself well. And so I was looking for those answers and came across functional medicine, which is completely different than typical nutrition, which is a food pyramid or eat this, don't eat this. It really like honors the person's experience in their own body and says, okay, if you have this symptom, instead of doing this, like even let's use like a headache. If I have a headache, you don't just take ibuprofen. You actually like figure out why is the headache there? So functional, I got into functional medicine a lot and it changed my life. I didn't have bloating. I didn't have migraines. I could go to the bathroom every day. Yes. So that's the stuff you want. And so then I started my practice and that's what I started helping women with is getting rid of their gut issues. Um, And it's been such a journey and I love doing what I do because I make women feel so great in their own bodies. 
And what I love about what you do is that you teach other dietitians how to make money because there's this big stigma around like, well, if you do something you love, you shouldn't like earn money for it. And it's like this crazy misconception. So you're actually navigating now into yes, still having clients and helping people with their gut issues and nutrition, but you're also like, hey, I need to help the dietitians make money. So I'm like a business coach for dietitians, which it's so freaking cool. Like, how did you, cause you're in the middle of that transition too. Like, what was it that you were like, I need to help these people. Yeah. So all going through school and I think it's big in the healthcare industry to feel this extreme guilt that you're making money when you're trying to get people feeling better, but shouldn't be, shouldn't that be the people who are making money is the people that are enhancing your lives in feeling that you can feel so good in your own body. So that's what I always believed. And let me tell you, and you know, I like the finer things in life. So I do like luxury and I do like wonderful experiences and also giving back when I make more money, I'm able to give to the people I love and causes that I love. So I've always believed in making money to make the world better. You know what I mean? So that's always been my, my role models in life have always had a lot of money and been very like gracious people. So I was like, dietitians can do this too. You can make money and make people feel better at the same time. So I love that aspect of what I do too. That's phenomenal. And so let's really dive into like the gut. Like how do we have a healthy gut and, and where does it stem from that it's not? Because one of the questions I ask my clients when they got started a nutrition plan is, did you poop today? I'm like, yeah, we're having that conversation. Did you take a poop? They're like, yes, it's amazing. I'm actually taking a poop a day. And it's like, yay, celebrate yeah. that. So why have we got, let's start off first of all with like, you know, why, why do we not all have these healthy guts? Why do we need support there? Well, there's so many different reasons, but I think it really starts like when we're little and doctors in the United States are putting too many people on antibiotics. So we're put on antibiotics as a kid and then we're given more medication as we go and we're kids. And then we're eating food that has a ton of pesticides and then kids are given food that has a ton of sugar and they're not eating enough vegetables. And then so you go throughout life and then maybe, you know, you go into college where you're partying a lot and there's a lot of alcohol. So there's so many different stages of life that like make our gut health not good. Mm -hmm. And maybe if you're, you know, trying whatever you're doing with your health goals, whether you're trying to change your body composition or whatever, um, maybe you're then having like a lot of processed food or fake sugar and things like that. So there's so many different things that like inhibit good gut health and talk about the last year of how much stress we've all been through. There's that mind gut connection. That the, that's the most harmful thing to our gut health. Mm -hmm. Wow. So it's like, it's like inevitable. Like right now it's like, it's inevitable that you're going to have like a little bit of gut issues. So talk to me about bloating. Like where does the bloating come from? What kind of foods and how can we reduce it? Because it's, it's a big thing right now. And I don't even know, like, do men even get bloated? First of all, do men get bloated? Cause it feels like it's a, such a women thing. <laughs> okay. My fiance is going to freaking kill me. But this morning he's like, we've been doing a lot of celebrating because we just got engaged. And this morning he's like, babe, I feel bloated. And I was like, yes, men feeling bloated finally. <laughs> so yes, men do get bloated, but I honestly feel like us women were more in tune with our bodies. 
And I think that's the biggest reason we feel more bloated than men, because like, we truly know what it feels like to feel more good in our bodies. And we're more like cognizant of that. Um, so my belief as like a functional dietitian is most of the time, it's not the food that's causing the bloating. It's the environment the food is going into. So if we've got bad bacteria going, to, going on in our gut and we're eating like really fibrous food, let's think of like a roasted veggie bowl or something like that. And we have bad bacteria and then we add in prebiotics, those vegetables, they're going to fight and they're going to, it's not going to be good. You're going to feel bloated. You're going to expand. Think about like a kombucha or a beer. It's going to start fermenting. And that's why we feel bloated. Wow. So what, so it's all different to, for different people then when they eat a certain food, because it could be the environment that the food's in. So how do you navigate around that? So I do testing for my clients. Like talk about, we both talk about poop with our clients. Like I'm talking about like, okay, we've got to actually test your poop. And so I send them like a literal test kit. They send in their poop to the lab and we figure out their why. Because if we don't know their personal why of why they're feeling bloated, I'm just shooting in the dark, right? And it might be food. It could be gluten. It could be too much sugar. It could be too much processed food. But for most people, it's the environment. So we figure that out with the test. Wow. And then what do changes do you make? So give me an example of one of your clients. It's come back. It's like, this is the environment. And what is that environment? And what are you doing to help those people? Yeah. So one thing that's really common is like yeast overgrowth in the gut. It's also called candida. And so yeast is fed by sugar. So when I have a client who's maybe eating a lot of sugar and they have yeast, they'll feel really bloated because it's fermenting. So when there's yeast overgrowth, I use things that kill yeast, um, like a very specific coconut oil supplement. I might add oregano oil. And all of this, like my some of my clients come to me and they find online, right? They're like, I think I have yeast overgrowth, so I'm taking those supplements. My word of advice for that is don't guess what you have, test, and then work with someone who knows what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, otherwise you could be trying to like do something else and you're actually making it worse. You're just like, yeah. I don't know what the root cause of this is. It's like, you know what's interesting? I've never had any food allergy testing until recently and I'm waiting for my results to come back. So I'm interested to see what they'll be um, because I mean, I know some things like bloat me. Like if I've had a glass of Prosecco and a lemon drop martini, like I'm asking for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, but they're my two go-tos. Like I know there's a lot of sugar and a lemon drop martini, but I'm not having it every night. So I'm like, you know what? I'm probably going to wake up bloated. But then sometimes with alcohol, you wake up feeling really lean because it's completely dehydrating you. So you know what? It's one or the other. <laughs> I know we're having what we're having when I come to LA, lemon drop martini. <laughs> oh, that is my jam. We start off with a Prosecco because we got to like ease our way into it. So we, we ease in there and then we top it up just getting fired up with a lemon drop martini. Oh my goodness. That, that is amazing. I love it. So when you get a brand new client, you know, they're mostly coming to you with, with obviously gut health issues and you go and do the testing, then we bring it back and then you create a program for somebody. Are you adding in like probiotics or, it, or is it all different for each person, like completely customizable? Yeah. So probiotics are super common, but with a lot of people with gut issues, that's like three to six months down the line as we're adding in probiotics. A lot of the time we're supporting digestion with like digestive enzymes and we're getting rid of the bad stuff first. So whenever a client comes to me or I get a lot of questions on Instagram, like, 
when should I do probiotics? Should I do prebiotics? And it's like, if you've got any type of gut stuff going on, any type of bloating, probiotics are like three or six months in our future working together. Right. Okay. So it's first of all, finding out what your body is like, and is it like an, is it, is it like an allergy when we're bloating to something? Is it like an allergic reaction inside of our body? Like what actually happens when we eat a food that our body doesn't align with? Like what is going on inside? Apart from the outside where we look like we're like, I could like balance a plate on my, on my belly. <laughs> You're so small. I don't know how we could, that is even possible. Oh, it happens. Trust me. I get the bloat. I get the bloat too. Oh my gosh. So it can be one of two different things. One is that it's an immune reaction. And I was actually talking to a client today who thought it was an inflammatory reaction. Like, you know, it looks inflammatory, right? But it's really your immune system being like, no, 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 no. And then there it's overreacting. So it's an immune overreaction or it's that bad bacteria in there fermenting, like literally thinking of a bubbly beer in your gut because there's bad bacteria. Mm -hmm. Wow. So anytime that you are feeling bloated, it's because your body's having some sort of, you know, reaction to something that you ate. And the best thing is, is just to figure out by testing what actually that thing is. Because if you have a meal too, you don't know which like one it is, unless you want to like really test and you just keep going and you test foods all the time. I mean, that is one way to do it. Um, I mean, are you just saying to people like cut out these foods if that's what's making you blow or is it like, Hey, don't cut out these foods, like have this on top or use this to help you. Or are you like, just take out that food? A lot of times I don't focus on like the taking out of food. Cause sometimes it feels so restrictive, right? They're like, I had a client with crazy candida overgrowth and she was like, do I need to go on this very strict anti-yeast diet? And I was like, no, because it also screws up your brain of like how you think about food. You know what I mean? So it's like, yes, the food might be the issue right now, but maybe we're decreasing it for a while, especially if it's like sugar, but we're not completely eliminating foods. I mean, some people have like really severe reactions to gluten, but I don't usually see that a, a lot with bloating. It's more like systemic things like migraines or rashes or things like that. So really depends on the food and it depends on the person, but I'm always a person who focus on, focuses is on what to do instead of what to not do. Mm -hmm. right. I think it can be so empowering. And I know you, that's the way you train is like, let's train from an empowerment standpoint. Yeah, exactly. Instead of like thinking, oh my goodness, I've got to take this out. This is not going to work. I've got to take this. And then you're not going to stick to it. Then you're like, I'm over it. Like, what, exactly. what can I not do? It's really yeah. interesting because I, you know, I do my own nutrition. I know how my body feels. And recently somebody gave me a nutrition plan from, you know, another complete like company. And they put me on like an amount of calories that I was very surprised at. When you're working with your clients, are you, are you giving them calories and the macros and the, and the things to, or are you just really focused on that gut health? Well, I see a lot of like, from a marketing perspective, like, yes, I am a gut health dietitian, but I see like a lot of people from like fertility issues to energy issues, um, skin issues. So like, there's a lot of different things. I think the big thing is that most health does stem from the gut. Cause that's where we digest and absorb. Right. Um, so I see a lot, a wide variety of people, um, 
I don't really go into calories much. Like I do see a lot of people for weight loss, but I'm usually seeing the people that aren't seeing the results from the macros. You know what I mean? So we're like focused on what do your hormones look like and your stress hormones. And I actually do testing for that as well. So um, I'm usually the last person people come to see when they're like, give me some freaking wins. I need some help. You're right. right. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I've tried everything else. I don't know. But that's when the time to really get tested is. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. So much incredible information. So let's talk a little bit about the biz. And we were talking earlier because as you have a business, have you things change? It's never just like linear going up. It's like up and down and all over the place. And one thing that you talk about, which really resonated with me was the seasons, the mm. seasons of business, seasons of personal life. And what's been your experience, you know, being a registered dietitian and then transitioning into a business coach and what, tell people like, what is, what's it really like? What's the grip that you need? And what do the seasons look like for you? Yeah. So I really believe there are different seasons of business, just like there are different seasons of life, right? Like I'm in New England. So we get like a very wintry winter, right? And like things are dying or they're resting. And like, that's how we should be in our business and life too, right? We should have seasons of insane growth, which I know you and I are going through right now, right? Like we're really on working on growing our business. But last quarter, when it was January, February, March, I was really focused on resting and getting quiet so that I could listen to myself of what my next move was. Because if we're always in it and we're always powering through, we're going to burn the heck out. And that's what I see dietitians go through. It's what I see trainers go through, business owners in general, because we're always pushing, right? And if we don't honor those different seasons in our business and life, then we don't have enough energy to then like rebound kind of. Mm -hmm. So um, it's been really cool to align myself and also my team around this season um, so that we're able to have like a ton of energy right now because we just rested for the last three months. And yes, maybe our revenue kind of was um, reflected that it doesn't really because of the work we put in from the previous quarter. Yeah. And I always say that it's like when you have your lowest month, the next month is always like the biggest one. It's the craziest thing. And that's why most people don't make it as an entrepreneur because they have one or two or bad months and they're like, it's not working. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This is just the universe testing you to see if you're ready for your biggest ever month ever because it is about to explode, right? And it's yes. that. every single time I've had my worst month, I've been like, it's, it's just the way that it goes. Like you just never just go up, even with your personal life. You're like, sometimes you're like, on fire and you're just like you feel like oh my god I got it I got my shit together I'm here and then sometimes you're like I'm a fucking hot mess like what happened I lost it I lost it all I'm now a mess again you know and then it's the same with the business so you have to look at well I get to, I look at like my business as like as the year and I look at my life as the year rather than comparing you know what your body was like last week compare what your body was like last month like compare what your business was like last year, you know, instead of last week. And I think that that shift makes a huge difference. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So what are you excited about for this year? What is coming up for you next? So it's so funny that you talk about like the lowest month to the biggest month, because last month we met for our mastermind and I actually am in two different masterminds. So 
We're in one with Chris Harder, which I'm absolutely in love with everyone who's in it. And I'm in a dietitian mastermind. And that was a really low month for me because I was doing so much travel. I do think this month will be my best month yet. So little aside, but what I'm creating right now is a, is a up-leveled mastermind for dietitians. And that's what I'm so excited about. People have been asking, and I think when we create our businesses, we create them out of necessity, right? Like we're solving a problem. People need this. They need me to show up for this issue. And what I've seen in the dietitian world is that we need someone to show up who says you can help people. You can make money without burning out. And I think I'm that person because I do it in my own business. And so what I'm creating right now is this container for dietitians to feel the same. And I'm launching um, a mastermind for dietitians right now. And that's what I'm most excited about in my business. Um, that's really new for me. That's so exciting. I mean, just giving a place where people feel like, hey, well, ever, anything that I love to do, I can make money from it. You know, yeah. like if you want to be a health coach and you want to go out, like don't feel bad for wanting to make a lot of money. Your money is a direct reflection of how many people that you help. And so if you're making more money, you are helping more freaking people. And that's the most amazing part of it. That is like, I'm you, that's an excellent quote right there. The more money you're making, the more people you're helping. Yes. And I know you help so many freaking people. So hats off. It's, it's also, it's all about, you know, and I don't get, I don't get embarrassed anymore. I've been saying like, you know, this is how much money I make because I'm like, oh, but it's a direct reflection to, you know, the impact. So if you want to have as much impact as me, you've got to be okay with making as much money as me. Like yeah. you come in and you're just like, oh, but you know, I just don't want to make as much money as you. Great. But you want to have the same impact. It doesn't make sense. So, yep. you know, I have always used that analogy and that's really helped me not be scared of like wanting more money. Cause I'm like, well, if I get to help more people, then my income's going to go up. So mm -hmm. I'm so excited. So lastly, I want to just recap real quickly on your story about your own personal results. What was the biggest thing that you struggled with when you were looking to get results in food and transforming your body? Like, what do you feel like maybe you were like after, once you had that injury, what was the injury, by the way? Let's go back to that real quick. Really bad concussions. Oh, wow. That yeah. is crazy. So like ones where like the first one I got in high school, they thought I broke my neck. It was, it was really traumatic to say the least, um, which actually there's a lot of research about how traumatic brain injuries affect your gut. Wow. So actually I see a lot of clients who have gut issues and they're like, oh yeah, um, I fell in a bar and I got a concussion or I was, uh, an athlete. So like, yeah, that was a really big thing for me. Um, wow. That's crazy. So that kept, kept happening. And then you were like, I'm not doing chair anymore. That's like, I'm done. Yeah. My mom pulled me out. Actually. I didn't want to come out, but I had four major concussions before she finally pulled me out. Wow. And then obviously that's the time where, you know, you get that freshman 15 because you stop working out and your body's used to it. And then you're just like, oh, okay. Now nutrition is really important. Like I didn't know that it was 80% nutrition, 20% fitness or kind of around those kind of numbers, but like, you don't realize how important nutrition is. And then your body's, you're not a teenager anymore. So it starts to change. So that was the moment where you were like, I need to start looking after myself because I need to heal my body or my brain. Like what was going through your mind? Well, I think there were a lot of different levels of it. You know, the concussions really just made me think like I need to be eating more vegetables. And I really like 
from like a very um, eat this, don't eat that type of way. But then when I was having so many gut issues and I was the healthiest eater I knew, and I actually gained the freshman 26. So after I lost that and I realized my gut was still a mess and I was still having migraines and I was in grad school, it was like I had to go another level with nutrition in my body. And that's when I got to functional medicine because functional medicine honors that like, I could be the healthiest eater and still have a crap ton of issues. So I had to do the more in-depth stuff. And that to me is like absolutely life-changing, right? Like, so it was really getting into functional medicine. Wow. So how did you lose the, the, the freshman 26, as you said? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, figuring out my thyroid, um, healing my gut, uh, well, you know, freshman in college, we were drinking a lot. So cutting back on drinking, um, it was a lot of stuff. So were you exercising much? Oh yes. And I was the only girl in my sorority that was exercising constantly. Actually. Oh my God. I used to do your videos like the YouTube X fit was it X fit or X hit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I did one the other day. Um, and yeah, so I did, I was, I exercise. Absolutely. Like exercise always been a big part of my life. I think that's where seasons come in too, you know, cause in different parts of my life, I've enjoyed different things and I've tried to honor that. So I'm always like showing up as my happiest self. Yeah. That was so funny when you were like, hang on a sec. I think I've done one of your videos about like six years ago. I'm like, yep. That there's, there's a lot of them out there. It's Miley so Cyrus legs was my favorite. Ooh, yeah. Thank you. Miley Cyrus. That was the video that helped me get a, a really massive campaign in South Korea. So uh, great oh for that video and anybody that ever shared it. Yeah. Uh, Wow. Well, thank you for being so open and transparent about your story and your biz. And I'm just so excited for everything that you have coming up this year. And I love what you're doing is helping people, you know, in that space that doesn't have a voice right now. I don't feel like there's, you know, many people that are saying, you know, like we're dietitians, but we're also business owners as well. So thank you so much for being so open and honest. Where can everybody find you on social media? Tell us all the things. Yes. So I'm most uh, active on Instagram at well by Bridget. And I do weekly lives. I do two different weekly lives. One is for gut health and nutrition and one is for dietitian business owners. But also I have a lot of clients who are health coaches, you know? So yes, I'm creating this mastermind for dietitians, but I really feel like coaches need more support too. So any type of business questions, please DM me or show up to one of those Instagram lives and, you know, we can, we can figure it out. Let's, let's chat shop. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Bridget. You are amazing. I'm thank excited to see you again in a couple of months time. Woo! All right. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Make sure that you go give Bridget a follow. Go give her some love. Go join one of her lives. You're going to learn so much. And of course, give us a review on the It Takes Grid podcast. My name is Brett Louise, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye! Woo!